This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. One, two, three, four. Get up, get on up. Get up, get on up. Stay on the scene. Get on up like a sex machine. Get on up. Game.com. It's Sam and Greg on this Sunday morning, the 25th day of June. Good morning, Georgia. Morning. And uh, good morning to you folks in Riverdale. Out in Riverdale. Out there in Riverdale. Out down in Clayton County. Yep. And, and, and the first Home bird, of the Raiders. Well, you can't say it like that. Why not? You got to say it like, you know, the guy who said, you know. <laughs> no. You can say it. As much as you've been throwing over, accents in. Home, with, home, of the, home of the Raiders. That's close, yeah, close enough. Yeah. And and would have been George Orwell's birthday today. Really? Yes, it would have. And for all of y'all don't know who George Orwell is, well, first of all, Google him. But we made it through 1984. Yep. That was like a thing for a while. I, there's been a couple points <laughs> during my lifetime where people actually got worried, and they were having conversation about what could happen. And that was one of them because that started even during my parents' time because yeah. he wrote that book. I don't know, 40s. 50, something like that. Something like that, yeah. The, the, and everything was supposed to end in 1984. Oops. Yeah. <laughs> the only thing that happened was at Olympics in L.A. Yep. And and Marvin Gaye sang the national, the old man, the most famous national anthem of all time. Second famous. Yep. Well, it depends on who you talk to. You see, his or Whitney Houston's. Which one you taking? Yeah, different. Whitney, it, it was the song she made her inflections on it. Marvin it was just, the timing, uh, too, because Marvin, we just went yeah, into the war. Yeah. And Marvin just made a whole different song. <laughs> <laughs> he just started a concert. He, 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 yeah, you know what I he mean? He had Sexual Healing out, his number one song, and he, he had that beat yeah. for the national anthem. Nobody thought it was going to work, and it only worked once because Fergie tried it, and it didn't, it didn't land well. Well, he didn't do that, but this was you know NBA All-Star Game. It has become a place where people can experiment with the, with the national anthem, but, but none of them have come close to him. Anyway, how you doing? It's been an interesting 24 hours, hasn't it? It really has. I <laughs> mean, from, from the time we left here yesterday, boy, we, you know, and, and you know, some things are still out there. You you, you still don't know what's we happening. We're talking about the events that took place in Russia yesterday. Yeah. I like doing this accent. I even done it that often. Yeah. You know who loves me doing this? Yeah. Is uh, Dr. Rashad Ritchie. <laughs> he loves it when ah. I used to do casting call and then I would yeah. come on and I would talk. And it's you me, talk I, like that. I don't mean any disrespect when I do this. It's just something that comes out a certain way. It actually reminds me of Radi. So it might be Serbian. 
Okay, <laughs> maybe, maybe a little, a, a little, a little more sermon, than that. Yeah. There you go. Uh, um, yeah, it was. Listen, we sent people to wherever it is that you go to watch updates on actual news. Yeah. But remembering that we're here waiting for you when you want to come back to talk sports. Absolutely, absolutely. But and and just a quick little, and we won't talk about it again on the rest of the show. Just your thoughts on what we witnessed yesterday over there. First of all, the way the way it was rolled out is good to see cable news channels do news again. Really, yeah, no commentary, no no silliness. You you know what I mean? And Uh and because that's to me, that's the thing that really kind of puts CNN on the map. I'll never forget. I was working for a CBS affiliate, and during the time the CBS Evening News is on, the Dan Rather's anchor. I forget what the story was, but while he's doing whatever the story is, Bernard Shaw is up under a bed, and bombs are going off in Baghdad. (laughs) And I'm like, okay, that 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 was the moment when, you know, we had seen cable news and do what, but that's when cable news really became that thing, Mm -hmm. and it's gotten so far away from that now. Well, it became a business. Yeah, 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 right. You know what I mean? But so to me, yesterday is was seeing it get back to what it was originally to me, what Ted Turner meant for it to be, and, and and covering something international, and getting some boots on the ground and letting you know what's. You know what was what's going on, so I I, I kind of appreciated that yesterday. I tuned in for that, and you know we seemed like for a time we were on the brink of something, right? And um, well, we and, are, and, still. And, and, and we still may be, right? right? Yeah. For it to get to where it got, um, you know, like you said, just interesting times. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> very, very. I, I don't know. I mean, we're we're left dangling here, and we we can speculate on all kinds of stuff. My, the thing I took away from yesterday. Given the principles that were involved, it kind of reminded me of what Sammy DeBull Gravano did to John Gotti. Okay, and 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 you know, I, let's just wait and see what happens. Let's just wait and see. But anyway, that's happened, and you know where to go for updates on that. But yeah, that that exploded during our show. But the the thing though that that really I take away from this, I can't remember the last time, within the course of one week, that this country was brought to the television. Brought to some place, social media too, to one event. Normally it's like, oh, I'll go watch this later on. I'll check this out. But between that that submarine and its peril and then this what happened yesterday, folks stopped what they were doing and went to some sort of news source. Yep. And I can't remember that happening in mass like it's happened twice in this uh, in this one week. So. Yep. Anyway, Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. We're going to start off the show by apologizing, and we're going to take the blame for what happened up there in New York with Atlanta United yesterday. Wow. Because <laughs> we, had, we had the guy who was calling the game on here. We praised him. We talked about the origin of his boom shakalaka call. and Boom, boom, yakamakas. Yeah, but he got that from boom shakalaka, yeah, right? Yeah, He gave right, the origin right, of that. Right. And, then, and, and he said he felt confident. Yes, he, he said did. many times he'd been there. We stayed in the same hotel. I remember him saying, we stay in the same hotel, and it always ends up, you know, being this this bad experience. It's, I feel good about this. He he went and you know, yeah, Mike Conti, Mike, was, all, Mike was, Conti was really upbeat. Yeah, it's raining outside, <laughs> you know, but I'm feeling upbeat about what's yeah, going to happen uh, because of where you know Atlanta United was going into it, and where you know Red Bulls were. They they changed their manager and and whatnot, so they're kind of in a state of flux. But just man, it's something about. Atlanta United going to that place, and like I, re- I referred to, it, it's a temple of doom what? For, for Atlanta United. It just always has been that. There are You've been here long enough to answer this question. I know what you feel about that place for the Braves, meaning Miami, 
the Marlins, for whatever reason, you it, feel like yeah. they're like a stone in the shoe of the they, Braves. They, they, they try, and, and this year they're actually pretty good. You know, it seems like the wheels aren't going to fall off of them, at least not yet. You know, you figure in the East, the Marlins are going great. They got a batter on the team over 400 uh, right now. But um, it's still early. It's still early. It's but, still but, early. You know what? But it goes back to what I always say about the Braves. We don't have a regional rival. No. And, and so, yeah, the Marlins are a team that kind of bugs me when it comes to them, you know, because we don't have anybody regionally. Um, and, and when we think about the team they're playing now, it's probably about the closest thing. Well, what about Washington? Had. How, what's, the, what's the difference? What's the distance? I don't know between here and Washington versus here in Miami. I, I, I don't know, but I mean, it's a. I know it's a, it's a. It's not a place close enough where like Miami folks are gonna drive up here to games. Right, like Tampa Bay. You, you, if Tampa you, you, Bay were in the National League. I don't they think could do they Miami. would either. No, they, no, they, I'm saying Tampa Bay and Miami. Yeah, Tampa Bay and same. Miami. Yeah, they could. Yeah. And when they play a series, you know, they schedule a series between them. I'm sure. I'm sure that it's an event, but. We just don't we don't have that, and if if the team that's we've kind of had that with really down through the years, it's been Cincinnati mm-hmm. because they're both the National League teams. Washington didn't always have a team, and then there was Baltimore, um, you know Pittsburgh. But to me, Cincinnati may have been the closest thing to a regional rival that the Braves have had. You know, the funny the thing is, while it's not necessarily a regional rivalry, I still kind of think that there is that extra little oomph when this team plays the Dodgers. Only because it goes back. Goes all the way back. Yeah, when the Braves were. <laughs> but that's not a regional rival. You know, they that's put what I said. The, it's they, not a regional rival. Yeah. But the, when the Dodgers and the Braves get together, at least from the Braves' standpoint, that's one of those West Coast teams. Not only do you want to beat because it's the Dodgers, but they, they've had back and forths over a great period of time. Well, 66. They, why would it. Why? I mean, I know why when you think about it, but say it out loud. These guys get brought into the Nas- into Major League Baseball in '66, and they put them in the Western Conference. Yeah, yeah. Well, when they came, well, they were already in baseball. They just brought them to Atlanta. Well, that's 66. true. Yeah, they, but you when know. they came here, there was no movement around. Uh, well, they didn't go to divisions now until until '68. Right. So it was all everybody was piled into one, one side big, of the other. One big thing, right? You, you know win what the I mean? Pennant. You don't and hear so, that, that yeah, much anymore. Nah, <laughs> but but I mean, well, you hear the pennant, but you it know what same. you have to go through to get to it. You know, you got to win divisions so, or even wild cards. So I, I'm getting off my point, though. Yeah, is yeah. there a building? Is there a place, much like we talk about with the Red Bulls and Atlanta United, that the other professional teams that you can remember in the city, they just have a hiccup when they go Boston to Boston Garden. Okay, that's but, the but, in, but But everybody had that. Well, I was going to say that. For, yeah. Everybody kind of had that. But um, I think that was a place when the Hawks went, when they, when they faced them in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. You're like, man, they're in trouble. they got to go play up there. Except for the year they went up there, and we, we we beat them that one time, and they came back and we had the casket game, uh, <laughs> and, and then we lost the game here, right? And we go up there, and Boston ends up winning the series. Falcons, Falcons. I think of a place that, that they go and really have a difficult time. Um, more than anywhere, I, I, mean, I, 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 I would that, say I would say I would think New Orleans. Yeah, that'd be the one. Place. Yeah, New Orleans is the place that we go down there. But they've done their share of winning there. But, I mean, it's always tough, and because of the anticipation and the crowd and everything, yeah, I would probably say that. Okay. Um, I mean, it used to be, in the early days of this team here, it was just the West Coast trip, period. You, knew, will, you, you knew that was going to be, was gonna that, be right? bad. It was going to be bad. Be- yeah, but because, because – and the reason he does that, because of what it meant for the team when the team first started here. Y'all know those, those dreadful trips out West, <laughs> and they would lose to the Rams and 49ers, and you knew it was going to happen. Sometimes Oakland. You know, you know. Well, but I mean, but they were, but they were in the division. They had, they didn't play Oakland, but they had to play San Francisco and 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 the Rams, 
and you just knew what was going to happen in those early days of the Falcons here in town. Um, for those yeah. who don't know or are Max's age, there was a time when Jerry Glanville ran this team when he was the coach. He conceived the California belt. Yeah. Right? Yep. And it was like a heavyweight championship belt. That's 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 how rare winning out that's, there was. And, and so when the Falcons, and that's why he did that. <laughs> when the Falcons, I re, I don't remember what year it was, but the Falcons swept their trips out to California, mm-hmm. and Glanville brought this belt out, and it was the California belt. Now I don't know where that thing is right now. It should be in whatever Falcons museum there is. <laughs> it should be right because that was like a thing for and and to have the California belt. I can't remember it being won more than once. No. I mean, that's, that, that was it. And, and that was because, remember, he was here as a defensive coordinator and then came back as head coach. So he was around for those long trips out west. Oh, yeah. So that's, that's why that meant so much, you know. And that was, you know, yeah, that was no matter how we see the Falcons, maybe they're going to have a winning season. Maybe we're, oh, man, now they got to go out there. Go San Francisco and that out there. Was, <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game. 92.9thegame.com, getting started on this Sunday morning. So we're going to continue talking about Braves and just Major League Baseball yesterday. There was a lot of stuff that happened, starting with our Atlanta Braves. So we'll get into that. We have a special guest coming up at 640, Mr. Crenshaw. Yes, we do. Captain Ja'Kai Brathwaite joined us last year, uh, captain of the uh, Alpharetta Police Department. And we, we, you know, we talk with all the different branches of law enforcement from around the area, especially when they're having job fairs. And there's one coming up that we're going to be broadcasting yes, from live. Cobb County. Uh, and Cobb County. Um, that's coming up on J- uh, July 8th. But this morning he will join us because he joined us last year because they were doing something different, getting outside the box, getting outside the town, getting outside the state. Uh, I went all the way to New Jersey to recruit uh, to recruit officers to come and work with Alpharetta uh, Police Department. He was successful with that. He's getting set to make the trip again. He's going to join us to talk about that, but also to appeal to people who are here in the area as well. Okay, so that is yeah. coming up. Mm-hmm. Seven, uh, I mean, six forty. Of course, seven o'clock hour. You know, you got you got Mr. Crenshaw bringing you up on what's going on locally. We got Max's world. Also, Terrell Thomas is going to come in here and talk about well, probably his kids at some point. But also the uh, NBA draft and the Hawks and, and, and just kind of put a stamp on this season, this draft for him. We are going to just – there's some fun stuff that's happened over the last few hours. And, and it started with uh, the Falcons and some of the folks that work for the Falcons. You sent me something last night. We're going to talk about that coming up at 8 o'clock hour. Adam Alexander is going to join us, also Mark Simon. And we will continue later on in the show talking about – what the heck Atlanta United can do to get a win up in New York. But we are just getting started on this Sunday morning. It is Sam and Greg. Thank you for letting us be a part of your Sunday morning. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com, and take us with you on the Odyssey app. Game92.9thegame.com. It is Sam and Greg on this Sunday morning, 25th day of June. And throughout this morning, we will be making references to Farah, Michael. And you know who else uh, we lost on this day? Who's that? Jacques Cousteau. Wow. On the heels of what happened last yeah, week. Yeah, you know, uh, right. Yeah, so we'll just move on from that. Um, and a guy named Michael Lembeck. You have no idea who I'm talking about. 
You know how you just remember certain things from when you were a kid and you don't know why you remember? Why am I retaining this information? Right. One of the early movies I remember seeing on TV, I don't remember what the movie was, but this dude was a character in a bunch of those early like beach movies. or He was the bad guy in a bunch of them. And there was one on one morning or one day, and I heard this name, and it just stuck with me. And this character's name in the movie was Eric Von Zipper. What movie was that? I don't know. No, his, he was like one of them... He was he was he showed up in a bunch of those bad movies back in the back in the day, and I don't know if it was it were like beach movies, right? Right. But right. I don't know which one it was. I just remember seeing this dude. But he was also in um, Starlock Seventeen, which was the precursor to Hogan's Heroes. But that movie was great, and it had some incredible actors in it from top to bottom, William Holden on down. And like I said, it's a classic movie. Right. So he was in that, and, and it would have been his birthday today. But I was just looking. Phyllis George. Uh, you know, would have been her birthday today. So, anyway, um, where are we at? Oh, this 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 thing with the uh, Braves. I looked at yesterday's game and it reminded me of the first game. So these te- it's a push. I mean, we didn't get ten runs, but we had a team that went out in front, and the other team came back, but uh, came up about a block short. Yeah, that was the first yeah. night. Even yeah. though they put up ten runs, right. the other team put up eleven. Right. Same thing yesterday. Braves get out there, seven-run lead, and Cincinnati comes back. And, I mean, it came down to the last pitch. So, one and one so far. How do you, how do you, if you had to intelligently gauge where these two teams are right now, because there's ebbs and flows to a season, and you don't know why for two-week span this team gets hot and then they can't do anything for the next month. And then there are teams who just kind of congr- – who gradually continue to play. I think that's where we are with Cincinnati and Atlanta. Atlanta has shown a consistency. Cincinnati's hot right now. Yeah. Let them show a consistency. Now I'll start to worry about that. Well, that's the thing, though, when you always talk about, you know, it matters what happens in August and September. We're not going to be playing Cincinnati then. We're playing them now. And they're a hot team. And I think that's what you want to see from this Braves, from our, our team, how they respond when they're going up against a team that's got everything going their way. They went 12 straight games. It's one of the longest win streaks in the history of the franchise. Like you said, as great as those teams were in the 70s, none of them ever did this. And so uh, it's got people excited. It has that city energized. They got a player that brings a different type of energy uh, that has some excitement. And, and we got to wait and see what happens with him yeah. because it's early on for him. He's coming in right now. And get back to me late July, early August. Get back to me next year. Well, no, no, no. Get back to me when there's some pitchers in his division who've seen him for a second who've seen him for a second time. Yeah, because see there's, there's, that's, that's, that's what happens. I speed mean speed is one thing. Yeah. It's 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 how you make your adjustments. So this he's great, he's bright and shiny and new right now. Right. And just like Michael Harris was last year, right? Came in here a minute and a half ago. Wasn't in spring training. Right. He has been Michael Harris has been consistent. And more importantly, we have seen him come out of a slump. Right. That's what we need to see from not only this team, but this player who we're vaulting up to some sort yeah, of we're, 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 mega we're, player. We're, you know? we're excited about the energy, and, 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 and I get that totally because he brings a different type of energy that we ain't been seeing consistently in baseball. You know what I mean? So, I mean, that's, that's, that's an excitement for I'll him. I'll tell you who kind of – and maybe this is a reach. It's different positions, but the player overall, is, is Ricky Henderson close? When they first popped into the league, you talk about the play and what they did. Ricky showed power. Rick, we know he had speed. Yep. I don't. Ricky didn't have an arm. He didn't have a big arm. Out in the he outfield. had big enough. He, yeah, big he, enough. He, That's he, what I'm saying. He, like, he can make some. It wasn't like he's Dave Parker or anything like that. 
But he had a he had a he had a major league arm, but he didn't have a great major league arm. You weren't scared of running on Ricky. Yeah. He was in he was in left field. But I'm looking at this kid. But and and by the way, um, the player we're talking about is at third base. Yeah. So we're not seeing a lot of you know. I, that's the other thing too, man. You stand there at third base and you don't get a whole lot of action throughout the course of the game. But that's just it, though. I mean, he's got to be ready, and obviously he's. To me, like I said, for for the team to win like they're winning, you're obviously doing some good things defensively. The offensive mm-hmm. stuff is getting all the attention, but you got to be doing some good things defensively. It's just this particular series with the Braves has been a whole lot of runs produced. Now, this city is – Cincinnati has seen fast players before. Billy Hamilton was a guy that was up there recently. Yeah. He was the fastest player in baseball. Yeah. And so they've seen a guy with speed before. Uh, I guess it's been a minute. And just also the way he's energizing the team and they're winning and getting people excited. Like I say, get get back to me late July, early August when pitchers in this division see him for a second time. Michael Harris, the second to his credit, was able to survive that last year in season. Didn't have a bad drop off in seeing those pitchers second time. He made adjustments when they made adjustments. Let's see what what, what he does. But right now the Braves get the win 7-6 yesterday. Shout out to our home folks. Will Benson got a pinch hit home run. Local product. Uh, went to Westminster School, was supposed to go to Georgia. No, no not Georgia. He was supposed to go to Duke to play college baseball. Got drafted by Cleveland instead. And so uh, he's there and got a chance to get a home run against his hometown team yesterday. But still the Braves get the win 7-6. Charlie Martin goes today. And to me, that's a test for this team because this is the most uh, experienced and veteran pitcher on this right. Braves staff. Let's see how this Reds team that's energized by this new talent deals with a veteran pitcher who's seen everything in this league. And so today, I'm curious to see how it, would that be different for the Braves starting Charlie. How do you Morton? feel about Charlie? Is is it he needs to get off to? Well, everybody needs to get off to a good start. Yeah. But if he gets tagged early, are you feeling are you feeling confident that he can ride the storm out? We've seen enough from him. We know yeah. he's a veteran pitcher. We know yeah. all that stuff that you yeah. just said is is right. apropos. But what we've seen so far, you cool with him getting tagged early? Yeah. Are I you, mean, if if it happens, I think he, he can bounce back from it and. You won't see you won't see multiple innings of it if okay. it gets the first or second or whatnot. He's always good for coming back, shutting it down. Second, you know, provided it's not a, a huge inning, they put up a crooked number. You know what I mean? So like, yeah, you're <laughs> like, right. Like you, what the Angels did yesterday. Yeah, oh man, they put up crooked numbers and all kind of stuff yesterday. <laughs> they, they were they were up twenty three nothing at one point. Then. Thirteen runs in an inning, and then the next inning you get eight. That that those are the those are the most fun games. I don't care if you're playing T ball or if you're in the major leagues. Those are the fun those are the best games to be a part of when you're winning. And I'm gonna tell you what, I thinking back throughout my career my my little old neighborhood, you know, baseball career, whether it was T ball or all the way up to when I was playing softball here in town in these various leagues, I didn't mind those games being on a losing end. The ones you hate are the three twos. Okay. The one run can, losses. Yeah, yeah. If you're gonna beat me twenty five to one, I don't mind. You're gonna beat me ten to nothing. You can shut me out. You put up double double digit runs and we get nothing. I can forget that game by dinner time. Twenty five to one though. You hate the you hate a bus ride after a loss like that. You you hope you're somewhere where somebody that loves you is there to give you a hug. Well, <laughs> but, somebody but again, that you, somebody you know is gonna love you whether you win or lose. Twenty-five to one, man. It's 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 an it's it's an outlier. You just shake your head, and everybody knows this is just one of them days. And you still go out. It's the ones, like I said, if it's a one-run loss, you you don't go out with your family to dinner. You don't, you know, you don't go out. But this one, one of those, 
It's like, all right, take your shot. Go ahead. It's like, what you going to do? Where do you go to dinner after you lose 25-1? Is there a special place Wherever that you, you go? Wherever you want to go. You don't you go anywhere. A way. I don't think you're feeling a certain way. <laughs> That's the thing. You go out and get your favorite meal and just you shrug your shoulders it because does, you want to show that it's not that big a deal of you because you know you're coming back tomorrow. You can get your favorite meal, but will it taste the same? Okay. <laughs> to me, it would. To me, I can, go out and, the same. I can go out and get me some herbs and, and bring it back, and those ribs will taste great. It really will. He said hello, by the way. Yeah, man, I saw the picture, Brad. I got to. I told him I got to come by and see him. I thought you was white. <laughs> <laughs> Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 929 game 929game.com. Now, we talked about a couple professional teams, but really, y'all slept on a good game yesterday on the college level. What's going on with this College World man, Series? Man, this College man, World LSU, Series, yeah. The way they have been playing? LSU could pull this thing out. Once again, the Southeastern Conference, and I know everybody makes a big deal because, <laughs> yeah. because of SEC and, and football and, and all the money that's flying through the air and whatnot with that. But, um, you know, the SEC plays for championships and everything. And right now it's two SEC teams going at it. And I've watched this World Series. I, I, Wake Forest was the number one team, you know, and, and they come up to it as a top seed. They've been number one uh, at the end of the season. Great team. I thought the TCU team was pretty That was fun. the one I was thinking. Yeah, was I was, I was like, maybe Texas wouldn't it be Christian cool that those guys come through and win this thing? And uh, But but here, here we are with LSU and Florida, all SEC final, and boy, they'd go extra innings, and mm-hmm. uh, LSU takes the first game. <laughs> Long yeah. shot. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, that it's, was good. It's, it's great stuff. And um, just the whole production of that and what, what, it, what it's become down through the years, the College World Series. I've never been. I'd love to go out there that to see it. That was my next question. I think it would be great. No, I've never, I've, okay. I've never okay. been. Here's my question. I'm, yeah. giving, I'm giving you seats. I'm giving you travel. Um, everything's taken care of, all your travel expenses, and even a parking pass. Can I get some steaks while I'm out there? Well, you can get some steaks. Well, you got, okay, we'll, you give you Omaha. Little, we'll give you a little per diem. But here's the thing. You've got to choose between these two. Because these two. We, we've talked bucket lists before. Of these two baseball bucket lists, which one are you going to choose? This one, College World Series, Little League World Series. Uh, college, college World Series. Really? Yeah, really? I think so. Little League World Series is nice, and I want to go to that. And it's become that's that's become quite a production too, because we used to only see one game. Mm-hmm. We used to only see the the final game would come on Wide World of Sports. We would see people who watch it now because it's on. We were playing the regionals and sectionals to get to. It's on for like a month <laughs> yeah. now, right? But I mean, long time ago, we only saw one game from the from the uh, Little League World Series, and that would be that one game that we get on Wide World of Sports. Who's our boy that does the funny pitching thing here, where he puts his arm out like that? He used to be with the Braves. Oh, Kimbrel. Kimbrel. Yeah. The funniest thing I have seen, and I can't remember when. Little League World Series. You know, remember they had that pro game that happens before the Little yep. League World Series, and I don't know who he was with at the time being, but Kimbrel came in to pitch. And all them little league kids were behind home plate. And as soon as he put his arm up, they started mocking him. <laughs> a bunch of eleven year olds going, "Hey, look at this! Hey, we can do this!" That was the that was such a a take back for me because we all would have been doing the same thing. Absolutely, yeah, mocking Absolutely. that guy, putting his arm out there like that. So you had fifty little kids behind home plate doing it the same time he did it. That was beautiful. But you know what? That had to be fun for him. That's for, why I want to go For to someone that. who's played yeah. the game and making the game at that level, to be in that environment and know that all eyes are on you and a bunch of kids who want to be that. Exactly. Yo, man, you know, that, that, that's, that, that's That's incredible. why I want to go that's to that Sam McGregor, Sports Radio, 929 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. On this, uh, on this Sunday morning, listen, there is a lot of stuff going on around not just the sports world, but, again, we're going to talk to um, Captain Chikari. Jakai. Jakai, excuse me. Excuse me, Captain. Jakai. 
because again, you mentioned that we're going to be out at another community. We're going to step on him in Alpharetta. What's going on here? And we're going to talk about yeah, that today. Yeah. But there is, I'm hearing from people who have been reaching out to us. Hey, we got this going on too in DeKalb County. We got this going on here. We got this. Going. All these little local cities know that we're doing this. We become that mouthpiece, Sam. How about that? And, and that's and, fine and, with and us. And that's a right? great thing. Absolutely, we don't mind that at all. No. Um, you know, we do that uh, because we, you know, going back to the time of 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 of, uh, of the pandemic and COVID, we've we were come doing on and always and, and, and acknowledging our, our first responders, uh, essential workers uh, for our, who kept things going and uh, people. And we once again this morning, we salute those who are out there uh, working on this Sunday morning. Of people, you always talk about the people who work certain shifts. Third shift, um, love him. I love me some third shift people. You know, I was yeah. I was one of you for dozen years. Yeah. And I loved it. Yeah. Had had the best time. That was the perfect like there's there's perfect times to do certain jobs and for me and that age during those times it was perfect. So, yeah. And through as I mentioned this last week, I threw two parties for the third shifters in this city. Yeah. And and one of them the first year had 800 people that showed up and then Whoa. the next year was about 600 only because the place was a little smaller, but we mailed out the invitations, mm-hmm. you had to send in a request. This hospital needed 50. This uh, crew that worked on a docks needed, you know, 75. And I would send the invitations out to them. The place was packed. Had a band. Yeah. A bunch of trade out. Wow. Trips to Florida. Wow. It was beautiful. And they loved it. And the party started at 8. I think one first year was 8 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> Next year was 9 <laughs> o'clock in the morning. Yeah. I gave them time to get off of work and get over there. Yep. And what was that hotel? Because I had forgotten the name of it. I'm on 75 right past between Howell Mill and. Oh, Dumpy's. Dumpy's Royal Coach? It was kind of like a coach. Yeah, I can't R- remember R- the real name. Royal Coach right there, right there was 75. Yep. It was right there. On it the, looked right over the interstate. It's right there where the, the where, the, where the Walmart and whatnot is now. Walmart and Target's there now. And and then the second year was at a Holiday Inn in, in Bug Tower Place. Okay. So, yeah, I got I got mad affection for the folks that uh, – the forgotten workers. Yeah. Traditionally. I don't think yeah. that's the case now, but it, it was for the longest time. We didn't mention what time – Game two is today for the College World Series. It's 3.30. 3.30. Three o'clock, well, but, 3 o'clock free. But there's baseball way before that today. Yeah, there is. And, and, and would you like to tell them who that is? There's baseball. You would like to tell them because it's your home, folks. Oh, you're talking about that one. You're talking about Braves. Oh, the, no, the Braves at 140, but I'm talking about this baseball at 10 a.m. this morning. <laughs> I just figure at some point somebody had the, the bright idea to the seventh inning of this game the Cubs are playing in London they're going to pipe out Harry Carey at the seventh inning you stretch. You think so? I think that they're going to, they're going to introduce England to Harry Carey. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> Take out the cop of the fuzzy hat! <laughs> Let me hear you! Yeah. <laughs> so I just think that's coming up. we got baseball starting at 10 o'clock. As soon as we get off the air. Yeah. we got, yep. we got, we got a got baseball game this morning. That coming up. Um, Terrell Thomas is going to join us. These Urban Times again coming up at 720. Max, should we be... Looking for more than one thing that you have on your mind for Max's World, or is there just one one focus that you have today? I have a couple. A couple? A couple. I got to ask you about a fight that they, they say is not getting a whole lot of traction. Really? Yeah, they're saying a fight that people think the Crawford fight, they think should be, they, maybe they waited too long to have it. I don't know. We, we'll get into that. Cause you we know, will. Yeah. Boxing's known for that, too. So. Hey, yeah. you a Jay-Z fan? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Released his first album today. His first studio album. Wow. Legendary. On this day. Remember the name of it, right? 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 Walking right? Billionaire. Nope. No, no, no. I'm saying he's a walking oh, billionaire. Oh, he is. Yeah, yeah well, yeah. that's true. That'd be a good name for an album, too. Come to think about it. Beyond Reasonable Doubt was released on this day. 
Anyway, Sam and Greg, just getting started on this Sunday morning. Well, not just getting started, but we are uh, going to wind up this, this 6 o'clock hour with something special. You want to stick around. We've got a special guest coming up next. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. On the road again. Just can't wait to get on the road again. Life I love is making music with my friends. And I can't wait to get on the road again. Sports Radio 929 the Game, 929thegame.com. Sammy Greg with you on this Sunday morning. Glad that you're with us. What are you okay? What you doing over there? C C C Z. We, we got mishaps here in I the kids' studios. He make you get up and get try out there to and check the tire pressure and get ready to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like somebody did who we're bringing on, right? Yeah, absolutely. He, he would. He would you obviously like that recommend that. that up for you? He would recommend that. Right. He would recommend checking your tire pressure, among other things. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, we, we're talking about being on the road again, and because someone we got as a guest now is about to do that. We talk about our first responders and supporting them, and so many of them have needs. Uh, throughout the area, and, and some uh, forces are shorthanded. And uh, this particular force has found a unique way uh, to deal with that and to bring more people uh, onto their force and bring them into our community and into our state, into our and we welcome that. Yes, we do. And yes, so we, we had them on last year, and we welcome him back, Captain J.K. Brathwaite from uh, Alpharetta Police Department. Welcome back to Sports Radio 929 The Game. Morning, Captain. Good morning, good morning, Greg. How you doing, my good brother? We, Sammy, it's always a pleasure to talk to you. All right, always great, great talking with you as well uh, up this morning. Um, man, we were talking about, you know, first responders and, and, and needs, and you guys did something so different last year. You stepped outside of the box. Talk about the idea of doing that, and how did it go? Yeah, let me do that. Um, first, really quick, Sam, if you don't mind, I just want to give um, a happy birthday to my mother. It's her birthday this morning. Today, Whoa! So I just want to... Yeah. Say happy birthday to moms. Moms, I love you um, <laughs> and want to honor you. Um, but uh, so thank you for that. But uh, to answer your question, I'll tell you, um, I think that, you know, this initiative that we have, this New Jersey hiring initiative, I heard you brothers talking earlier today about um, hiring. And, you know, listen, hiring is just, it's just not a local thing anymore. And, um, you know, so you have municipalities and agencies that are hiring. But for us, you know, we wanted to get, um, you know, really strategic rather than just to, you know, send our information out, you know, across um, the state and, and, and out of state and say, hey, Alfred is such a great outfit, great agency. Why don't you come on out here? We wanted to do something unprecedented. We wanted to bring our entire testing process to them. You know, like I told you guys last year, if you remember, folks, if this was corporate America, you know, they, they would be able to, you know, fly candidates to them and, and put them up in a hotel. Whereas we, we can't do that, right, in government. So we wanted to do the next best thing. So we wanted to take that expense off the table. So that's exactly what we did. We created um, a unique way that where we could take even to include, you know, our physical agility test set by setting that up in a gym in New Jersey, in a high school gym, and then just to have this entire process. Um, and we did that last year. We didn't know um, how successful we would have been. But we did, and um, in my opinion, it was a slam dunk. It was, it, it was fantastic. We actually were able to hire nine, candidate, nine officers, and uh, it was beautiful. So we said, you know what, let's uh, try to do that again this year. And this year we're calling it New Jersey 2.0 because we're not only trying to hire police officers, but we're also going to be testing for 911 officers, telecommunication officers as well. 
All right, so you've got Jersey covered. Uh, is that the only state you're going to go to? I realize you have the connection there, but has there been discussion about other areas? And then if so, what's the strategy going to places maybe that you're not as familiar with, um, but you see that there's a possible connection and a need to um, to go to those areas? Right, good question, Greg. You know, the, the thing with Jersey, of course, there was a nexus between um, Jersey and me and some of the relationships that, that we had there. Um, but the same thing, you know, when we first said that we were going to do this, my chief said, well, if this works, where are we going next? You know, and we thought about, um, you know, even as far as going to the Pacific Northwest. And, um, you know, um, and, and Sam knows, officers are walking off the job in, um, in drastic numbers there in the Pacific Northwest. I have family out there, and uh, my family's constantly sending me information about those officers leaving the job. So just things just like that, just from connections in whether it be for me or other officers, relationships that they have in these other um, states and, you know, in other areas, you know, we're just going to tap into that and, and find out, you know, I have, um, you know, a fraternity brother in, in North Carolina who has given me some information about, um, you know, South Carolina and, and another other areas in North Carolina where we could possibly recruit. So, I mean, just basically, speaking to um, people, our relationships that we have, you know, in, in other areas to get that information so that we can essentially maybe uh, go out and go to other areas, other states if we can. And I know one thing that happens, folks, we spend this time on the wayfor.com hotline with, with Captain Jakai Brathwaite from uh, Alpharetta Police Department. You know, everybody exchanges ideas and information. How many people have reached out to you and said, you know, how did you do this because it's something they want to try? People heard about that because – not a lot of industry secrets, I would imagine. So, so, so it's interesting. Actually, I just had um, a voicemail from um, a police sergeant in, in Marietta, you know, asking me for for the recipe about this. But the most unique thing that um, person who reached out to me, um, and you'll know this name, uh, Doctor Cedric Alexander. This was uh, last year. I was at a police conference, um, and he and I were talking, and um, he actually went out to be the commish out in uh, Minneapolis. Uh, they calls him out, out there after George Floyd. And um, so he's running the show out there, and he actually had his chief of staff call me um, a few months after he and I uh, met at this, or spoke at this conference, I should say, and his chief of staff was like, hey, man, I saw you all over the TV, all over YouTube. Um, this is crazy how you did this. And he's like, give me the sauce. You know, how, how did you do it? He, said, he was like, you know, um, Minneapolis, you know, um, because obviously, you know, we, we want to step outside um, the box as well. We want to nationally recruit. How did you do it? And, um, you know, it was it, it, it was humbling, but in honoring to, you know, to have that receive that phone call and to be able to talk to him. So, you know, that was nice. You know, he had many, uh, Minneapolis reaching out, wanting to know, you know, about our, our stories and how we pulled it off. What are some of the perceptions you have to deal with when you go out of state, uh, whether it's Alpharetta, the unknown of Alpharetta for people who don't live around here, or Georgia itself when you're trying to bring people to this uh, this community? <laughs> All right, so let me, let me just be straight up with you about this. Last year when we started this, you know, initially, um, you know, I think I even, you know, we, we had people doubting us. I mean, and, and obviously just to be transparent, you know, within my own organization. You know, I think some of us were some some of the people in the organization were skeptical. You know, how are you going to pull us off? Why are we doing it? You know, why New Jersey? So two things I would tell you. As far as here in, in, in the metropolitan area, I'll say this. Yes, there's 
plenty of qualified candidates here, and we're, we're not shunning you. We're always recruiting here in our backyard, um, and, you know, we want you here. Um, as far as New Jersey, I was a little worried about that, but once I started putting this information out, Jersey, they were welcoming us with open arms. And specifically, let me speak about Chief Joe uh, Rink, R-I-N-K-E, from Hasbrook Heights, New Jersey. This is actually what we're going to be hosting the test. This, this uh, chief here, he was fantastic. He said what, he basically gave us the red carpet. He said, whatever you need, I want to give it to you. And I think basically Chief Rink, he, he basically just shows what, what leadership is. He looked at it like this. If we can't get these individuals hired here in Jersey, if I can't get them hired in my organization, we know there's good men and women who want to be in the profession. We know that the profession um, is calling and, 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 and wanting good, qualified people. Let's get them hired where we can. And that was really, I mean, Jersey, it was crazy, the overwhelming um, response of support that I got from um, other agencies, uh, law enforcement agencies in Jersey, um, uh, colleagues in the New Jersey State Police and um, Edison Police Department in New Jersey, all these different outfits. It was amazing. And that's what I said. I said I actually felt um, that I got more love, you know, for out of state than, you know, within state regarding this. What's something that someone who's come down here, one of those officers who's come, what's that been the thing that they discovered? Maybe something they thought it was going to be like, and they got here and said, you know what, it wasn't that at all. If some of them told you that. Oh, my goodness. Um, we actually even had some of our officers speaking, you know, to the media, you know, about that. And um, and then we also even used that, um, some of that feedback so that going forward um, this year so that we can try to, you know, continue our success. But one of the things, and I think um, it was a missed opportunity for us last year, and, and I fell into this when I was coming down here 25 years ago. We didn't sell the city of Alpharetta um, as the vibrant city, the growing, developed metropolitan city it is. And some of these candidates that we, um, we hired, they said, you know, when we heard about Alpharetta, we were just like, first of all, what in the world is Alpharetta? We were thinking the South, you know, um, dirt roads and cobblestone streets. They were thinking, you know, that it was crazy. And then when they got down here to Alpharetta, it's like, oh, my goodness, we have this beautiful, you know, developed, vibrant, you know, tech city. I mean, this is crazy. It's beautiful. Everything is, all, everything is new. Um, and they were just, just excited about it. You know, so the offices that we have working for us right now, I mean, they're just so excited about the move that they made. Um, I haven't spoken to one who, who, who said he or she doubts it. Matter of fact, my um, probably our number one candidate that we ended up grabbing, we grabbed her right off the, the rip, it was um, Officer Rosario. She was actually employed by the, um, the New York um, Police Department. She was five years on the job in YPD. And uh, we got her down here, and uh, she's just like, it's just been amazing. She's like, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to be out of New York. She's like, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to be here. Uh, people are great. The department's great. Um, she, I remember when she spoke to our chief, she couldn't believe that she had uh, lieutenants and, and uh, captains speaking to her in the hallway when she passed them at the water fountain because she said, you know, back home and look, you, you know, you get smacked, you know, you speak to anybody other than the sergeant, you know, hide in the sergeant. So, um, yeah, so, you know, it, it just spoke to, um, you know, how we were doing things here, but it, it's just been amazing. It's been wonderful. Hey, hey Captain, when, when you're doing a shout-out to your mother and her birthday, tell her that she shares her birthday with Dikembe Mutombo. 
<laughs> so there you go. The Kembe Mutombo is is fifth. My, my father's gonna have to tell her that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, well, give the finger wave to it and all that too. Yeah. Uh, right, right, right. Listen, I think you're burying the lead. I really do. You got you you, you talked about Alpharetta as a community, but listen, one of the things if you're trying to get some guys to come down here, say, and plus we got a top golf there. We, we got <laughs> we got a top golf. But listen, seriously, though, I really wanted to ask you, you've been doing this for a couple of years and, and the success of it. What has been the most surprising thing to you that has been this second year as opposed to the first year that has become a lot easier than you expected? <laughs> that's, uh, that's actually a real simple question. I mean, it's a real simple answer. The mere fact that I have nine officers who are here it's crazy, and, I, and, and let me take my hat off to, to, to you and your, your colleagues in, in, in media. Because in Jersey, and first of all, to 92 The Game, you were the very first um, media outlet to, to broadcast me, so thank you for that. But when we were in Jersey, and media outlets got wind that we were there, and they started after our first day of testing, and they put us on, the media, I mean, on TV, the next day, the gym was just filling up. People were just walking in. So to answer your question, what was so surprising to me, it was like, okay, here you are. We li- I'm legitimately asking you to move 900 miles away, start a new life here. We had people who would he- heard us at night, you know, they're probably at a happy hour doing whatever, listening to, seeing us on TV, and they're like, I'm showing up there in the morning. I remember being in a gym in, in, in Jersey, and I was talking to one of um, the, the principals, as a matter of fact, and the phone rang, and the section was like, huh, huh? Well, yeah, he's right here. <laughs> and uh, 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 aunt, I think it was an aunt or something called and said, is this, is this, is this DS? Are you really here? Is this true? And I was like, yeah. She's like, you know, my nephew's been trying to get on a job and blah, blah, blah. I'm going to have us behind there. And sure enough, the brother showed up. And the, the most uh, surprising thing is that people were legitimately like walking off the streets, making a, a decision in a New York minute that, you know what? I'm in. And they went through it. And we actually hired two brothers, um, and they're here, and that's exactly how they got here. They heard about it, and the one brother said, you know, are you guys going to be here later this afternoon? I'm going back to go get my younger brother. He's coming back here, and he made a decision for him. And we actually hired both of them, and they're doing a fantastic job. So, you know, to answer your question, it was just so crazy that people made that decision, that life-changing decision, in my opinion, that quick, and they were – they were on board to do it. That is simply amazing. That is simply amazing. Folks, he's about to head up to New Jersey uh, to recruit once again. But before we let you go here, Captain Chikai Brathwaite, let people know if someone's listening here locally and wants to find out more about Alpharetta Police Department, either as an officer or telecommunications, what do they need to do? Right. So so, so the first thing we, we ask you to do, we ask you to go um, you know, to our website, adpscareers.com, and we ask you to apply and then – as soon as you apply, you'll get the, the, the process going, and, uh, and then we'll just we'll contact you. We'll set up a physical agility test, you know, and all the other things. And, again, like I said to um, our candidates here in the metropolitan area, we, we love you. We want you. We're looking for you. And, um, and, and we also, you know, would just love for you to be here. Before you, all, you, you disconnect from me, too, I want to also tell – our candidates here in the metropolitan area and anybody listening to listening to us in the Northeast and Jersey too. Um, last week, if you brothers were talking to me, I would have been able to tell you that, you know, our salary, our starting salary entry level was a, but on Monday, um, our city council approved 
for us to increase our salary. So this is important. We're talking about the money now here, Greg. Yep, yep. So, so, so right now, today, as I speak to you this morning, our entry level is now $57,581 starting. So basically with come right off the street. Now, like I said, last week, I would have been, I would have had to tell you that was 49 and some change starting, but okay. now we're at 57 to 66,000 and some change. So big difference. And, you know, we're excited about that. So I definitely wanted to put that out there to you as well. Nice going. Fantastic. And you get paid during the Academy too, if I'm not mistaken, or is that something, maybe I'm mistaken about that. How does that, how does that work when somebody comes no, to Yes, sir. No, no, that's a good question. No, you absolutely. Once if, if we hire you, once we hire you, your start date, um, you know, you start uh, uh, getting paid right from the very beginning. So, yes, you will be paid in the academy and throughout your training. There you go. All right. All right. That That is fantastic. Captain Jacobroth White, safe travels. Yeah, man. Up to up to New Jersey. Uh, hope, hope that is fruitful and you bring back more. Always great to uh, to talk with you. Always proud of what you're doing out there, Wynn. Thanks for spending some time with us this morning. Hey, thank you, Sam. Again, you're, you're like family to me. I appreciate you. And, Greg, Next time I see you, I'm going to get you. I heard you butchered my name earlier. You know it's Kai. I, well, I, listen, feel, 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 oh. listen, take that as a compliment because at least I'm trying. Some people I don't even try, but I did. I, I, my good brother. Yeah, I, I messed it up here, but I, you know, I got to spell things phonetically. But We got to go out and catch up with him for lunch one day. Yeah, we're man, we'll for get him back on here talking sports, too, because I can tell he got something to say about the Falcons or the Braves or yeah, something, so he yeah. knows some sports. And, yeah, yeah, he does. So, you know? so, and, and I know you brothers got to go. Listen, I, I, I love Atlanta. I really do, but I still support my Northeast teams. I'm a, I'm a Yankees fan through and through. Hey, I got to support my up north teams, but so we'll, we can talk. Okay, we'll talk. talk. We'll talk. We'll talk. He we'll put that on in. I don't feel bad about messing his name up. <laughs> Yankee <laughs> fan. There you go. <laughs> Travel safely, buddy. You know, my good brother. All right, now. <laughs> All right, Captain. <laughs> yeah. See, and I, he had my bottom lip out for a little bit, feeling bad, and then he went. Yeah, did it when he said that. Didn't say Yankees. He could have said he could have been politically right and say something nice about the Falcons fans, and no, he got to bring up the Yankees. <laughs> All that. Well, the the Yankees need a hug, right? He could now. he could have been he could have hit it with you know, if he'd have mentioned the Jets, yeah, we'd have been done on both levels. <laughs> Not only is the Northeast team, but he hit an old packer for me, so I'd have been done with him. <laughs> with the Jets. Moving into the seven o'clock hour, I want to thank uh the captain for coming out here. And those of you obviously uh go to their website to find out more information about where you can um Start the process of becoming law enforcement up in Alpharetta. But we are not done. We are reaching out and hearing from a number of other communities. Yep. So we got love for all of y'all, and we're going to put your message out there and let you know where some other communities are looking for and reaching jobs. out. Jobs. Pardon? Jobs. That's right. It's all about jobs. Jobs. Up next, it's all about what's going on locally. Mr. Crenshaw is going to let you know what's going on. Sam and Greg on this Sunday morning, Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. And take us with you on the Odyssey app. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here 
on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.